Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women. I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Hello, 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 Relatable family. We are back. How y'all doing? I'm going to be really honest and just say something. <laughs> we just had a pre-recording discussion, right? <laughs> and I no, I am not going to divulge. I am not going to divulge because showing was like, we're not going to talk about this in the episode, but I just want to say something, right? Y'all, Shereen needs to write a book. <laughs> Shereen needs to write a book. That's it. I'm done. That That's it. That's all I have to say. Okay. And I'm moving on. I'm moving swiftly on. Fiona, my love. Yes, my dears. How are you doing? I just got a, a telling off. Eh? Oh, this is why I was a bit what? late. I was just going to tell you. I feel like I know who did it, but please share. (laughs) So my partner Mm. was vexed with me because I didn't, I, I, okay. Okay. I just made some mugs, right? Mm -hmm. For Noya Caribbean. It's just a trial thing, right? I've I've produced a very small amount. I produce eight mugs. Mm -hmm. And the way the mugs are, the mug is completely black. But then when you pour hot water into it, a poster of the rebellious slaves poster that I have been printing on captains and stuff appears when you add hot water, right? Lovely. So I sent him a video of that. Mm And the man get vexed with me, Gasa, because (laughs) I didn't tell him about it. So they're calling him, calling him. He's not answering the phone, not answering the phone. I say, I'm vexed with you. So I call Concon and he finally answered. Yeah. I said, so what happened? He said, but you didn't tell me. I was like, yeah, but I didn't know if it was going to be good. It was like my first, I've never done these before. Right. I didn't tell you, it's just a small amount. I had credits with the company 
And mm-hmm. so I just used the credits they had for me to just do the mugs, mm-hmm. right? And then he's saying, yeah, but that's not the point. At the end of the day, I share everything with you. Anything I'm oh, doing, I'm sharing. Fiona. If I'm if I'm getting, doing this, I share no matter. I say, yeah, but I said it was going to be good or not. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Oh. It's like, you should be telling me those things because I don't want to be left out of the loop. you making things, you're creating things. I want to be oh, part wow. of your creative journey. I would have to do humble myself and take my and take my talk, of course. Mm. Can I can I say something? Mm-hmm. Fiona, you do that a lot in your ass. Shawin, Shawin, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with him. I like to tell you sometimes I just be or or you dropping you just you just just drop it. I don't. And now, can I just clarify? Mm. I know most of the times. It is not because you want to hide anything. It's probably because it just slip you and you you just don't bother or or something. It's I not know anything. I know why. You understand? But it's like, oh, oh yes, and I do this. Oh yes, and, I, and I'm like, bitch, tell a bitch. <laughs> but you know why? I'll tell you. I'll tell like, you why. Oh, oh okay. okay go oh, ahead, okay. You've go done ahead, this. Oh, oh, okay. All I right. know why. I'll tell you why. Because I don't want to feel like I'm just talking about myself all the time. So it's more like because yeah. I do so many random different things. I don't want to be like, mm-hmm. oh well, I do this and I'm doing that and I'm doing it. like sometimes it's I just I just do it because I just you know sometimes I just want people to feel inundated of, of me just talking about myself and all of my ideas and this and that whatever. So it's not mm, interesting. It's, okay, I just I, I feel I, like I, I don't want that. to be overloading people, Gasser. So it's like the mugs things felt so small and trivial and i felt like he has other things to worry about other things old for me to be calling him and say i'm i'm doing these mugs you know like but he mm. said it's important to him so interesting i am learning i am learning he said please do not keep things like this from me you're creating stuff you're making stuff i'd like to know about it so you know what i've i took my talk into Right. And I've accepted it. Exactly. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can I just say, mm-hmm. can I just say, okay. Mm-hmm. As someone who is not in a relationship, because both you and Shawin are, it's these moments that remind me of how much I still have to learn about being in a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I can understand from me's perspective where He's like, yo, okay, so you are off doing this thing. We are in this proper committed relationship. And I am just finding out about it just so. Mm. And so yeah. it's like, it's like almost like, so am I just, you know, what is my importance to you that I'm just finding out like everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm your partner. Like we're doing this thing together. We're, we're traveling this this road together as a, as a unit. And here am I just finding it like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Whereas from your perspective as a creative, right? As a creative being. And even though you said, you know, one of the reasons is that you don't want to be constantly saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I also find as a creative, sometimes you're in the flow, right? Mm-hmm. You, you get an idea, it sparks and you're in the flow. So you're focused on that. And it's like, right. And you're in the thing, you're doing the thing. And then you have the thing, the outcome, whatever it is, whether it's a product, whether it's an experience, whatever it is, it's then there. And you're like, yo, 
what do you think of this, right? Because now you're putting it out into the world. But when you're in a relationship, your world becomes even more, I don't know, is it compartmentalized? Because you have your mm. world with your partner, your world mm. with your children, your world mm-hmm. with your friends, your world with just Fiona, you know, your world with your career, your world with your manager, all these different bits. And sometimes it gets really hard to manage all of it. And so things will slip, right? Yeah. yeah. But so something slipped and your partner, what I love about it is that he communicated that he wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. communicated it. So rather than keeping it to himself and storing it up for when something truly major happens and then he comes at you. Yeah. And you do this. And yes. You do yes. that. Yes. In the moment he has said, yo, babes. This is how this has made me feel, mm-hmm. right? It makes me feel devalued. So I'm just out there like everybody else. You're working on this thing. It may seem small to you. You're like, but it's a mug. And I wasn't sure how it was going to look. And da, da, da. He doesn't care about that. Yeah. As he said, he doesn't care. And so yeah. I'm listening to you relay the story. And then, of course, Shawin say, brap. I'm backing him. I'm backing him yeah. on this. Because you just do that. Because you just do that, Fee. And then this is your friend, mm-hmm. right? So this mm-hmm. isn't your, your partner. This is now your friend saying, you know what? Sometimes I feel a bit left out. Mm. And I feel like, you know, we're not just friends. We're sisters. And then sometimes exactly. I just see things on social media. And I'm like, Ray. So Fiona was working on that. And I just finding out just so. Like in Know Your Caribbean Stories, right? So Shawin is now expressing, but you have said your reason. And so it's for you and Shawin to kind of say, well, actually, yeah, I see what you're saying there, Shawin. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Fiona. But you've spoken about it. And that is friendship. Because it's not every day in friendship, we're going to be in la-la land and everything is fine and everything. And this is not even that something isn't fine. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe highlighting something where Sherwin feels a bit devalued. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, a friendship is a bit deeper than that. And for me to just be finding out these things, and we're not even talking about the mug, but just whatever, right? <laughs> but then Fiona is saying to you, yo, I don't want always to be talking about myself. It's just interesting to see how the things that we're doing impacts on those around us in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here you have both your worlds, your your partner world and your friendship world, and people are raising their hands and saying, hey, hey, we're feeling no, left I, out. No, you know? I, I think because, Fiona, you have so many things going on that it slips mm-hmm. you. But and I you feel like, don't we all know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would slip yeah. me as well. So it's not like, like I said, it's not a case of me thinking that you deliberately not tell. No, me. I don't think so of, either. I don't, and I don't think that's what it is no. with your partner no. either. No. I think it's a case of yeah, when 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 it come up or when 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 it's highlighted or something's it's happening with something that you put energy into six mm-hmm. months ago and now it's coming into fruition. Like oh, guys, uh, you know I doing this or you know I doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You understand? But that's how mm-hmm. I see it, not as yeah. a, an, any other way. I just mm-hmm. see it as a creative, just in her yes, flow. Yes, exactly. And, and then, as you said, Shoei, forgetting. Yeah. Just forgetting. Yeah. 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 But it is still so. important to note how it makes people feel, right? Mm-hmm. And I think yes. what I love about this conversation 
is this is how intimacy grows. Yes. Because for your partner to feel, you know, secure enough to share that with you, Mm. and for you to be open to listening, that is intimacy. Mm -hmm. You're creating, you're building intimacy in your relationship and your friendships, right? And that's what you want. You want your partner and your friends to be able to come to you Mm -hmm. and have these conversations. I mean, I had a dream last night that I was in a relationship with Trevor Noah. What was the dream, Chantal? So the dream, just in context, (laughs) we were hanging out. we We were having a lot of fun. So the relationship felt like a lot of fun. Right. Mm. And even what would have been a difficult conversation Mm. was so light. Like we, you know, we were having a, you know, well, we're doing this thing. So let's have a conversation about money and about finances. Mm -hmm. And it was such a lovely conversation. And he said to me, Chantal, you know, what is your relationship? What is your mindset towards finances? And I looked at him and I said, honestly, I have been struggling to feel like I deserve abundance. And I deserve okay. money. I said, so that's something that I'm working through. And I said, what about you? You know, what is what is something that you're working on? And he said, I feel like people take advantage of me financially. Well, I can very much believe that. <laughs> but this was the conversation. And it was just so, and then it was, and I'm like, okay, right. And so then we went on to something else and we were visiting a media house, some kind of media house somewhere in the world. I turned to him and I said, my ex, my ex-boyfriend works here and he'll be so pleased to meet you. He's like, okay, cool. So we're walking into the building. My ex-boyfriend is in a meeting and he looks up and I'm like smiling and waving and pointing to Trevor. And my ex-boyfriend's face just drops like his whole body language. <laughs> yeah. His body language just changes. And I was like, oh, I, I thought he would be so gassed. To see Trevor Noah, right? See, Syria, yeah? Price gone up, yeah? Chantal's <laughs> price gone up. The price gone up to <sighs> And so we just kept on walking through the building. And on the way back, I was like, okay, let me just, maybe I misinterpreted, you know, let me just wave at him again and just say, hey, and Trevor's there waving. Let me tell you, my ex-boyfriend, Again, his energy just changed and we left the building and I said, oh, I'm really sorry because I thought he would be so pleased to meet you. And he was like, that's okay. And we just continued on our merry way. But it was just such a lovely dream. And I woke up thinking that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. I want to be in a fun relationship, just lots of love and adoration and respect, but also knowing that we can have the conversations that need to be had. And to be Mm. open to those conversations, because that's how intimacy grows. That's how we grow as individuals. That's how we grow as a couple or in partnership, whatever you want to terminology you choose for that. And so here we are having the same conversation about that with Fiona and her partner. Mm, And for me, all I'm feeling from us is growth. Mm. Wow. Fiona, remember our call this morning? Yes. Yes. Same thing. Yes. We have to grow up, Gassa. We have to grow up. Fiona and I were speaking this morning, Chantal, and um, it was purely about growth and my mindset towards relationship, my new relationship and how I'm approaching it and me not self-sabotaging. And it's really about us growing up. 
So definitely, definitely. Look at I this alignment. This Look at proper, this. Yeah. Is it is it synchronicity? It's synchronicity mm-hmm. alignment. Mm-hmm. Yo, look at us. <laughs> wow. I'm over here getting goosebumps. I am. Yeah, man. I am yeah, getting man. goosebumps. Look at us growing, ladies. Yo, <laughs> look at us. I feel big. I feel big. <laughs> so we are 50 minutes into the show. We yeah. haven't, even, haven't really checked in with how our weeks were. Fiona has given us a little bit. Shereen, we're going to roll to you. And we're My week's been me. fine. Yeah? Okay. okay. My week's been fine. Not much to talk mm-hmm. about. It's been a lot of a lot of ups. I met a few, a lot, a lot of um, my partner's family this week, which is really mm. lovely. I feel welcomed. So that's been really nice. Um, biz- Business-wise, we've been making on some strides, mm. some nice strides. So this week has been really good. Nothing mm. much. Mm. I say nothing much, but it's... It's like, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. Nothing to, yeah. to shout about, but nothing to, you know, nothing mm. brought me down this week. Let's put it that way. So it's been lovely. I hear you. Chantal, what are you saying? A mixed bag. Okay. A mixed bag. Just, yeah, just ups and downs. And I think this week for me, physically, I'm feeling very tired. Last weekend, I had a lovely staycation with one of my sisters in St. Kitts. And we were nice. just at this beautiful home beautiful villa with a pool and it's a friend's villa so you don't know we're like yo we're coming back Mm -hmm. um because the friend doesn't live here the friend lives in the states and she was like my home is your home why you all wait so long to ask me this we're like oh okay Mm. then okay how how much is it to come to send kids again you only have to tell us once we you know she's like as long as i'm not there you guys, it's mm. yours. Take a key. We were like, take a key. Listen, eh, we have to start saying yes to them things, you know. Hey, right. Key. Hello. So we I'll took be coming a key. to send kids. And you no, you're not. Um <laughs> I owe send kids a visit. I have no, you don't. a national you don't. apology. You do not leave owe send kids. I, but it's not to send kids you have to That's, apologize. I said, you need to listen. I said I have a national apology to Nevis. And then from there, I'm coming to send kids. Don't you have to go through send kids to get to Nevis? No. No? You don't. Okay, well, um, well my bad. <laughs> Fiona? Fiona? <laughs> oh, so the plane lands in Nevis. It depends on what plane you. We have many flights. We have an airport, Shereen. I know. <laughs> you know I know she's like you're real digging herself deep into the soul. <laughs> I'm wow. coming to Nevis to make a national and, and apology. And there we go. And there we go. That is all you had to say at the very. This is why Fiona exactly. was setting you up. She <laughs> said she going to send kids to apologize. Like, what really? she for? I don't understand. <laughs> What thank you have to do? I'm with sorry. It? Wow. I'm sorry. I'm wow. sorry. Those yeah. are so PR lady. Yo, Shawin, you need a manager. You need a manager. <laughs> you need security when you come need it. Right. I'm telling guy. you, those told me. Those told me. I come in, I come in in all white, full of apologies. Honestly. And love. Honestly. <laughs> so yeah, man. So I had a really lovely weekend with my girl. Winnie L. Winnie L is a creative. She has a beautiful brand, Pure Niceness, homemade soaps, handmade soaps and oils, 
crafted from the herbs that she grows in her garden. Winiel is a model. She's like, she's just everything. She's beautiful. We've known each other since we were teenagers. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's really nice to be home and spend time with friends that have known me since, since I've known myself almost. And so we both were there chilling. The week has been work heavy, really work heavy. And um, I had to check myself, I think, midway through the week and say, you know, Chantal, you asked for this. You prayed for this. You meditated mm. for this. You manifested this. And mm-hmm. it's here and it's a lot. And you just need to kind of figure out how to readjust your self-practices so that this yeah. feeling of overwhelm doesn't take over all the time. Make sure you're putting in your rest days. Make sure your boundaries are being enacted so that you are looking after yourself because now I'm I'm balancing like five different clients for different mm-hmm. projects and of course each one feel like they should have access to me all the time right mm-hmm. and so I'm getting like messages and emails and calls and I I have to be really firm with myself I have to be disciplined and not answer calls after a certain time and not feel the need to instantly respond to things because not everything is urgent and so that's been my big learning this week. And yeah, so it's just been a week of gratitude and overwhelm and accounting down to the 22nd of December when everything stopped for me. Nobody call me, nobody email me. Do Can not, I, you know, do not call me. <laughs> Don't call Oi, me this is from the 22nd. Yo, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> Like New York Caribbean has been like doing orders and stuff like that from December seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm, let me girl. tell you. See me last year. Last year was hell for me. Yes. It was so I stressful. Remember. In I terms remember of the delays and the <gasps> thing. And I, oi, listen, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it this year. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. And I think, gentle, yeah. if you could shut down by the twentieth, possible. I can't do so. I my my two filmmakers. I can't. Mm. So, but the 22nd, the 22nd is bye-bye Deuces. until January 3rd. Deuces, everyone, everyone, every project. I'm, I've ordered books to be delivered by next week. So I have all my books lined up for the break that I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be in that ocean, walking, hiking, hot bats, walking up in carnival, a plane jab. Nobody call Damn me. Right. Nobody yeah, talk to me. Yeah. All so, right? ooh, so they're gonna be big drum and all of them things gonna start. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Man. Really looking forward. So looking forward to it. And a couple of my people are coming in. Some of them are already here. Our girl Imriel is in Saint K. No way. And did she come with the baby? Everybody here. Oh, so we're going to be meeting up. I can't wait. And what she doesn't know, which I will share with you guys, what Imriel yeah. doesn't know is that I am organizing a beautiful dinner, right? For creatives in St. Kitts and Nevis. Okay. We're all going to sit down at a long table, break bread together, connect, oh, talk. Wow. There's two amazing, three, three, two photographers and a writer for TV and film that are of Nivision and Ketitian heritage who are going to be on island. And yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're holding space. We're holding space. Beautiful. Can't wait. Because there's so many wonderful young creatives on the island. 
And I want them to know that they're not alone, mm. you know, and that there are people out there wanting to tell our stories in so many just, I don't know, captivating ways and we can help each other. You know, it's about the ecosystem and I can't wait to see everyone sitting down and just connecting. I can't wait. Really looking forward to it. So yeah, Emriel doesn't know. She's going to be there. So that's been my week. It's been my week. And also, and this is connected to what we're going to be speaking about in a few minutes. And I think it's a beautiful segue. The last few weeks, I recognize that I've started to put on a lot of weight again. And I've, I've been there like racking my head. I'm like, wait, I'm consistently moving. I'm eating really good food. Like, what is this? What? And then I'm like, child, ease up now. Mm. You are in perimenopause. Mm-hmm. Your hormones are the boss right now. Okay. And until you're through perimenopause, your weight is going to fluctuate. You're going to lose weight. You're going to gain weight. And I just came to this place of acceptance of where I am right now as a woman in terms of my physicality. Mm. And that felt good. Because yeah. in between in the week, you know, someone said, my God, girl, I'm going to recognize you. You're so big now. Right? You know what? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, okay. we've spoken we, we about this. We already had this conversation. We've had so this conversation a lot of times. Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly. Yeah. And we em. move. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I felt this week. Fuck I was em. like, I don't have the energy for this. And I recognize that that's the way you feel about me. But fuck you. Because that's not the way I feel about me. I'm a fucking sexy, beautiful. I want to say beautiful. I I don't just mean my exterior. Okay. Because my exterior has, has, I had no control over that. You know, that's my genes, my DNA, my mother's, my father's, all of my ancestors make Mm -hmm. me look the way I physically look. Mm -hmm. I'm a beautiful fucking human being. And I am sexy and sensual and all the things. And if you don't see that, if you don't feel that way, cool. Fuck them. Cool. It's, it's it's about finding it's not yeah. you're not here to convince everybody yeah. eh? exactly. No. exactly not at all it's I'm like it's like um it's the same people it's cool it's the you same know? conversation that i was like having about in terms of you know we we see quite a lot online a lot of um black men mm. saying disparaging things about black mm. women or say that they're not night riders they don't sleep with women who are darker skinned than them mm. and all of that and you, you all know that has pissed me right off, right? But then, yeah. but that's not my tribe. Do I not dare to convince you all of anything? Right. I not. Exactly. I like this. Right. I not. I not. It's that's your business. I cannot. Mm-hmm. I cannot. I. It's not for me to stay there and school you or teach you any different or see no. the black women in an in an alternative light. Do you, Papa? Mm-hmm. Do, do you. you? So that person do who you. sees you in whatever way that they do. That's their business, right? And mm-hmm. like Chantal, as that as you are doing, you are just managing your exposure around that type of energy. Yeah, you know, 100%. and not letting it go to go to yeah. go in. You know. Yeah, and it's like you know, I met up with a client, and she told me before I met up with her, she said, "Shani, just to let you know, you know, I put on a lot of weight." I said, eh, eh, eh. "Why do you I have said, to put a disclaimer? Why do we have to?" Do I said, "Girl, I said, girl, what?" I said, why are you saying this to me? She said, Shan, people in Nevis. I said, girl, stop. I said, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this. I said, you are beautiful. I don't, I said, I don't even care. 
And she said, I just want to prepare you. Imagine a woman is doing prepare that. Prepare for what? She just want to prepare me. Oh, and that made me so me. sad for yeah. her to be like, you have to say that to me. And number yeah. one, I'm not the kind of person that gives a shit. Yeah. Like, it's not all the big belly. Let them be uncomfortable. Like, hello. But for her to feel the need to say that to me, I just yeah. want to warn you. I want to prepare you, Shani, that have gained a lot of weight. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that makes me sad, yo. It made me sad. This is a, a an intelligent, sharp businesswoman. She's now my client. Mm. And that is what she says to me mm. before I, I met with her. And yeah. I'm like, you see this thing here? Yeah, because, said, because she knows the comments. Yes. Uh, she knows right? what people say. <sighs> You know? And then what they have been saying to her. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. she picked me up. And of course, to me, she just looks stunning. I'm like, I don't really understand what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we are in our bodies, right? We also know. We know how our bodies feel. Like I have things that are moving on my body that never used to move before. So I know. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like we had the conversation. Mad. It's like, it's not like I don't know. I put on weight. Like exactly. I have a mirror. I'm in my body. So what what do you think you're achieving by, by, by telling me that? Claiming that. Like I know. Right? So what what we we design, we devised a plan. And I know we've gone off on a tangent. We will come back to menopause. <laughs> and what we decided to do is the next person that says that to me, I'm gonna look at them and say, Really? Wait, I put on weight? Oh my god. Oh, wait, what? You should, because it will make notice. them look like a damn fool. Didn't, I didn't notice. notice. Yeah, that's what we've decided to do. Yeah. Good. I Even do notice. a twirl. Like, do a twirl and say, wait, let me go. Wait. You sure? You're you right. Sure? <laughs> you should go and get a scale. Let's, let's double check that. Let me see. Let me see. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've decided that's what we're going to do. I met somebody and he said to me, I know your face, but you was really Meg. What happened? You <laughs> wow. Said, you knew me when I was in high school. Whoa. <laughs> okay. That's like 25 years later. Mm. All right. So what do you expect? 25 years, three children. And even though you were you he said you were really Meg. What happened? <laughs> I don't like that what happened part. <laughs> what do you mean what yeah. happened? <laughs> I just laugh. I say, oh, you know what? <laughs> just leave it there. Just leave it uh, there. Or like, you know, yeah. it's like, it's especially like, like um, when like, say like young people, if they have an acne breakout or something, people are like, come to your face. Oh, like, hi, you think yeah, that I... Exactly. But you know, that's how we do it in the Caribbean. Yeah. You know, no yeah. breaks. Tongue, no breaks. But it's, it's the thing is, acne again, it's a hormonal shift. Yep. It is, it yes. is led by hormones yes if you don't take care of your skin it will worsen it but actually There's you can have you can all the best it. products in yeah. the world but it's hormones baby yeah yeah and yep. so it takes time it takes time you know and to say that to a teenager teenagers are already they're transitioning through all the puberty things they're very the fragile at that time and you can just go up to a teenager and say what yeah man Yo, we need to be a little bit more sensitive and aware and also boundaries that like you should not actually be speaking on anyone's physicality but i feel like we're going backwards yes. so let's we you know because we, we, we had this conversation so we speak about it so many times for yes. those of you who are new to the show i will let you know which episode we'll put that in the show notes where we actually spoke about 
you know, the Caribbean and boundaries and bodies and mm. all those things. But today, the conversation is actually about menopause and perimenopause, right? Yes. And yes, yes. how much we know about it, what we learned about it as growing up in our homes, how our mothers spoke or didn't speak about this mm-hmm. change, right? And our own experiences thus far. So I always think when we're having these kind of discussions that we should share the definition of the topic, right? Mm. So I researched perimenopause, which for me, I've only learned about perimenopause in the last maybe three or four years, because for me, everything Mm. was under the umbrella menopause, right? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. to define perimenopause, perimenopause It can begin, apparently, for some women in their 30s, but most often it starts in women ages 40 to 44, right? Okay. It is the time leading up to menopause. So it's not menopause. It is separate from menopause. It is the time leading up to menopause. It is marked by changes in menstrual flow and in the length of the cycle. There may be sudden surges in estrogen which then leads to further impacts on your physicality, your bodily functions. And let's see, they're actually, let me just read this a little bit more. And so the first symptoms, the first few signs of perimenopause, which as I said, can start in your thirties, but more often than not, it really raises up between 40 and 44 is you have night sweats, Right. Thick. Night sweat. So you wake up after sleeping covered in sweat. So night sweats. There could be hot flashes, a sudden feeling Thick. a sudden feeling of warmth that spreads across your body. I mean, is it necessary? But go on. <laughs> Irregular periods or skipping periods. Thick. Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Periods that are heavier or lighter than usual. Thick. Mm-hmm. Vaginal dryness and discomfort during sex. No, urinary silence from Urinary urgency, needing to pee more frequently. Tick. Mm-hmm. Ah, you're killing me. Wait, wait, there's more. There's so many, right? There's so, so many. So again, just to define what perimenopause is, it's when your body starts transitioning to menopause, okay? Mm-hmm. So during this transition, your ovaries begin producing less hormones, causing your menstrual cycle to become erratic or irregular. At this time, your body is moving toward the end of your reproductive years. It may begin as early as your mid-30s or as late as your mid-50s. Some people are in perimenopause for only a short time, but for most, it lasts four to eight years. The term perimenopause simply describes the time when your cycles are no longer predictable. Other physical changes and symptoms can occur as your body adjusts to different hormone levels. During perimenopause, your fertility is declining, but you can still become pregnant. Please, I'm going to say that again. During perimenopause, your fertility is declining, but you can still become pregnant. pregnant. All right. The symptoms of perimenopause, the age it starts and how long it lasts will vary between women. You are Mm -hmm. out of perimenopause 
and into menopause once you've had 12 consecutive months without a menstrual period, right? So you know that you are in menopause once you've had 12 months consecutive. So it can't be you had your period this month and you didn't have it for three months, then it come back. No, that means you're still in perimenopause. It has to be 12 consecutive months without a menstrual period. That is when you are in menopause. Okay? okay. Right. The joys of having a vagina. The joys. Why vaginas have to be so much hard work? And are you talking about your vagina or your vulva? Both. Or everything. The whole all of it. The whole everything. The whole thing. All of them. So, right? Okay. So, ladies. Uh, yes. Also, oh, I missed. Oh gosh, sorry, I missed a few of the symptoms. And remember, you don't have to have all oh, yes. the symptoms, okay? You don't. Yeah, let's go, let's go. So, sleep problems, insomnia, changes in mood like irritability, depression, or mood swings. Forget tick. forgetfulness. Tick tick tick. <laughs> Oh, that's, it made me laugh. Yes, like, why can no. it not? Can we not have like some positive things? No. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? Your breasts start to get more perky. Well, I, you know, like, you know mm, what I'm saying? I have gained breasts during perimenopause. So, for those of you listening, I am 49 years old and I have probably been in perimenopause for the last four years. It has been hell. <laughs> And the reason why I say it has been hell, because what some of these articles haven't actually mentioned is that is the inflammation that your body goes through when you're in perimenopause. Mm. And this is all a part Mm. of the hormones, right? Your estrogen projection is lowering all the things, all the things. And so your body is. And what we want to clear up actually on this episode is that menopause and perimenopause doesn't mean as they like to say in the Caribbean, that your day is done. So mm-hmm. we need to we need to put that away. A woman's days are not done because she is going through a hormonal change. We went through a hormonal change when we were teenagers so that we can reproduce and all these things. And now at this stage, we're going through a hormonal change, which signifies that you can no longer biologically have children. That's all it is. It is not the end yep. of your days. You are no longer, it doesn't mean that you're no longer attractive. It doesn't mean that you're no longer vital. It doesn't mean that you're no longer adventurous. It doesn't mean that you you can't change things in your life. You can't travel anymore. It doesn't mean you can't mm-hmm. dance. It doesn't mean you can't experiment with the way you look. It doesn't mean anything but you can no longer reproduce. That's yep. all menopause is. But the way that the patriarchal system and society that we live in has it set up, it would have you believe that it is literally the end of your life. You you no longer sparkle. That's it. Yep. Yep. And that is bullshit. It's bullshit. And it's a myth. It's a change. And it's a change that my mother's generation didn't really speak to me about. I had to learn through mm. one of my aunties because I literally thought I was losing my mind. The forgetfulness thing. Yo. Is, is real. Like I go into the kitchen knowing what I go into the kitchen for. I stand up in the kitchen. I no longer remember why the ass I hear. Yes. Oh Lord. Yes. You know, 
Oh, you know, you know Brianna, you remember how many times you tell me, Shane, you need to stop smoking that weed. I'm sorry. You forget everything. <laughs> I forget everything up to this morning. Yeah. I got told I'm not going to speak to you when you half asleep or when you had mm. a few to drink. You don't remember anything. I'm like, but you didn't speak to me about yes i did why like oh, okay maybe it's and the it's the decrease in the estrogen because that can yeah. lead to bone thinning as well which is why they advise women who are in that stage of their life to incorporate um weight lifting into their exercise okay. routines right because it mm-hmm. can lead to bone thinning hair thinning changes in cholesterol levels all of these things which can be managed you know, there are choices. Mm. You can manage it through lifestyle tweaks. So incorporating more nutrient-dense food into your lives, you know, really listening to your body in terms of how to work out, making sure that you move consistently. I don't really like the word exercise. I like to use the word movement. So making mm. sure that you are moving on a consistent basis, you know, really taking time for self-care, minimizing stress in your life as much as you can. Like all of these things, as well as something which I don't know a lot about. So when I come back up to England next summer, I'm actually going to go to a specialist and talk about the options. I think it's HRT, the hormonal replacement therapy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which um, people use either the patches or I know there's other ways that you can incorporate HRT into your life. Some, a lot of people are against it because it um, has been known to create the the perfect, what's the word? I can't even remember. You see, look, perimenopause, can't remember the word. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Conditions for certain types of cancer to, to manifest, right? Yeah, right, so, okay. Yeah, so there is that. There's all, there's a lot of information out there and we are hoping to have an expert on our next episode because we're doing this in two parts and really- this first episode is for us to share. It really is. And I think maybe I may be a bit deeper in my perimenopause than Shereen and Fiona. I mean, I wasn't even aware that I was in perimenopause until two years ago. I just thought, I don't even know what I thought about my health at the time. I thought, oh, I, you know, it's COVID, it's whatever, it's mm-hmm. long COVID, you know, it's all the things. But, you know, I'm in perimenopause. That's where I am. Yeah. You know, I'm transitioning to menopause. I don't know when that can happen. It happens later for some women. I It could happen later for me. But until such time, I need to learn as much about perimenopause as, as I can and how I can manage it. It's exhausting. The insomnia is real. I know during our pre-conversation, I shared that I hadn't slept for the week. It's hard. <laughs> Boy. It's hard. <sighs> You know, and my mom, I don't know about you guys, but my mom didn't really speak about, I don't even know she was aware because did her mother speak to her? You know, did, did Nana have the words to say perimenopause, menopause? I don't know. What about you showing? Well, I, it was probably last year, 2021, that I started speaking to my mom about it. Because I said, hold on, I I think Chantal, we had that conversation. We had a conversation about perimenopause and I was saying, my God, I need to know more, blah, blah, blah. And I want to speak to my mom about menopause Mm -hmm. and if she's going through it and what's happening. And that's when mommy opened up about menopause. 
menopause wow. and she said yes Shawina I am going for menopause and mom, mommy broke down she said you don't understand how awful it is mm-hmm. and her body's changing and she's just praying and trying to keep control of what's happening mm. to her but she was having a really tough time with it. And then we started, I, I started looking, researching, started selling oils, selling teas, telling her maybe if you try drinking that tea, it might regulate something, blah, blah. Just trying different mm. things. And But that's the first time my mom ever opened up about it. It's always been, she's suffering in silence. Wow. And I never really thought about it mm-hmm. until we had that conversation. I think it was last year, Chantal. Right. We had that conversation and I went back to my mom with it. And I said, how are you doing with menopause? And she asked, why would you ask me that? And I said, well, your age, it's clearly something that you, you're going through. Mm-hmm. And she broke down. Oh, wow. Mm, she broke yeah. down, so from, Since then, I've told her to use CBD oil. Yes. I've made lots of recommendations. Lots of recommendations for send her different teas. I'll tell her, okay, I'm trying this one. Try it out. Tell me how you feel. From gosh, like of the my top of of the top of my head, I can't remember mm-hmm. the names of the teas. But even even like blue lotus, yes. I tell her try yes. that. Try the blue mm-hmm. lotus. Try these things, and she does. She tries them. I don't know about the CBD. You know. My mom still have a thing about cannabis. (laughs) She is so indoctrinated about cannabis and she, but I'm not sure if she tried the CBD, but yeah, everything else, she will give it a go. She will drink the teas. She will try the oils Mm. and she will tell me, she said, yeah, it made her feel a little better. This, that, what the, but I think she's still suffering a lot. Wow. She really is. I sent her websites. I sent her links to, our potential guest next week. Mm. I sent her some of her podcasts. I said, you need to listen to this woman. Mm. She's amazing. But yeah, that's how Mm -hmm. really it opened up my eyes on what she's going through. Mm. It was when she broke down. I did not realize it was that bad. Wow. So what about you personally, Shaween? Do you feel like you may be in perimenopause? Um, Girl, I don't feel like it. Oh. it again, is the conversation we've had. Mm-hmm. I I know I am. You know you are. I know I am. Right. There are times when over the past three years, my period just used to act up. Mm-hmm. My period started acting up about three years ago. Mm-hmm. I would go a month, six weeks, eight weeks, no period. Mm-hmm. And then it come in when it wants. Oh, okay. But it's hard because it's like, is that stress? Is that perimenopause? Like Exactly. No, and when I went to my doctor, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. I didn't know what it was. Mm. I had no clue. I went to my doctor. I kept saying, um, I kept saying to my GP that I wake up in sweats, like Girl. pool of water. The night sweats. Sweat. The, night the night sweats. sweats. Awful. Oh my. Awful. My, I, couldn't, oh my. I couldn't believe what was happening. I'm like, I'm sick. There's something yes. wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. I do not know. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, something's happening to my body. Mm. Um, I, I did all sorts of tests. Mm-hmm. Just mm. name them. I said, I want a full MOT. Take a hundred vials of blood. All something's wrong. Take the things. Something's yes. wrong. Yes. Something's wrong. I went, I did all of that. And then um, we had that conversation. And, and I brought it up to my GP. And he said, yes, I believe that's what might be happening. Mm. Because I can't all your bloods are fine your yeah. cholesterol levels yeah. your this levels your that everything's fine 
Wow. The only thing was you missing vitamin D. <laughs> right. Well, girl, Don't you self, you the Don't first worry. person I learned that you could actually be like deficient in vitamin D. I remember it was girl. yes, yes, girl. Well, ten mm. years it was ago, terrible. Mm-hmm. When the doctor was... say, "Oi, that's Deep, a, I had like, to get yeah. a shot. Mm. I had to get a vitamin D mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Emergency. He said, em- no, no, what? no. Emergency, Shawin. It was that Emergency. bad. Emergency. He said, no, some, nah, nah, nah. You, you, that, that's not good. Whoa. That's not good. And he sent me straight. They, they don't even do it on the NHS. Mm-hmm. Send me mm. to get an emergency Damn. vitamin D shot. Um, Shawin. So let me ask you a question. You weren't going out in the sun? Girl, I don't know. Sun where in the UK? Exactly. Oh, if this you is were, UK. If it's oh. winter time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the UK, easily and my done. Body was easily just, done. I was. Yeah. I was in a okay. rut, depression, mm. everything. everything. But that's a vicious cycle because yes. the lack of vitamin D can lead to depression. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. And the hot, f- oh, the the the, no, the the night sweats, mm. then the hot flashes. Tell me about it. I swear I've been in 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 in, in menopause. I say I'm in menopause Perry. already, but now you've explained yeah. that you need twelve months consistent. Yeah. So I'm not in menopause. It's perimenopause. Mm-hmm. You're in perimenopause. I think about how there are so many women, you know, in their late thirties and then upwards, probably going through all kind of testing yeah. too, right? Yep. Because like I said, I feel like it's only in the last four to five years that people have separated perimenopause from menopause Mm -hmm. and actually started to speak about the differences, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm. And I feel that there are some women, and especially in our Black community, really, we're testing for lupus, we're testing for fibromyalgia, you know, the things that we are more susceptible to. We're testing for sickle cell, like what is wrong? And you're like, what the fuck is going on with me? Like what's wrong with me? And for some cases, it could very well be that that person is is journeying through perimenopause and completely yeah. completely unaware yeah. because we don't speak about it enough, right? So, Fiona, you're listening to these two old gals. Girl, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I am being very facetious. Trust me. Do you feel like you are in perimenopause? How are you? Where are you on that spectrum? I don't know. I think during the pandemic... I felt like my periods were getting more painful mm-hmm. and I put it down to less exercise because before, before the mm-hmm. pandemic, I guess I was everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I was doing like minimum 10,000 steps or 10 K walking mm-hmm. a day. Right. And then, you know, I know these things are good in helping with, with your period pains, exercise. And of course, because everything went to a standstill during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I say maybe it's that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm moving less, so therefore it's going to be much more painful. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I too, as I've always been very forgetful. So can I say if that's perimenopause, if I go in the kitchen and forget what I come there for? I was always (laughs) like that. (laughs) Um, So it's it's hard to say. But no, in terms of night sweats and things like that, Mm -hmm. no. In terms of my period in terms of flow or stuff like that it has been coming been more and more irregular over the past i think 18 months or so mm-hmm. as well sometimes it would take it would come really early or come a bit late and stuff but mm-hmm. other than that i can't say i i think and, and that's a tough thing because i had covid twice right mm-hmm. but i feel like my body's so much weaker 
gosh, um yeah. generally yeah i feel i feel i get out of breath real yeah. quick i will yeah. just pick up one two things and i just they're huffing and puffing <laughs> and yeah I don't know if that's COVID or if mm. my body's changing or both. Or both. I can't say. It could be yeah. both. I think. It could be both of them. Yeah. You know what, Fee? I would advise any woman over the age of 35 just to start mm-hmm. testing their hormonal levels, right? Because so how do we do that? You just go to a specialist. Mm-hmm. Go to a specialist, get a hormone test, get it, and they'll take blood. And they'll, they'll test your hormones for you. Just Google, Google, man. Okay. There are so many great gynecologists and, and actual hormonal specialists. I don't know if there is a medical term for that, but definitely go and get tested. Get your hormone levels tested. And the doctor will be able to tell you if your estrogen levels mm. are in a certain way. They'll be able to tell you. And that is, you know, one of my closest friends, which you guys know, um, she is a GP. And she was actually the one who was like, you know what, Shan, I think you need to be tested. You need to test your hormone right. levels. You you sound like you're in perimenopause. And she's not my doctor, but I swear to God, I wish she were. Because she, for anything, you oh, know, she, she, keep it been, real, real. she keeps it real, yeah. real. And she's spot on. <laughs> she has never been wrong. She has never been mm-hmm. wrong. She's such an amazing doctor. Man, gifted. And she said that's all she's ever wanted to do. She knew that from a child. Really? Yeah, she knew from a child. She wanted to look after people in that way. And she's just amazing. amazing. She's And she's won awards. And so, you know, and she doesn't talk about it. She's an amazing doctor. And you know, the thing is, is like you'd see her mm-hmm. so vivacious and this and that yeah. and whatever. But she, I mean, I love how she speaks. And I wish, I, I do wish like more doctors were like that. We're just keep it real but just talk to you like normal like as a person yeah not be well well i think your glucose levels yeah just <laughs> say girl you need to go and get this and this yeah, and, go exactly. and get that test and thing and just think it yourself just right amazing like that yeah that's yeah. that's what i appreciate um about her you know yeah. but i think in terms of my mom mm. and her experience with menopause she did talk about it not as in-depth as Shawin's mom but I don't think I asked the question when it was mm. happening because my mom is 76 now mm-hmm. so she you know she I know for a long time she hasn't had a period this is probably now going on maybe 20 years mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so obviously 20 years ago I'm in my early 20s I'm mm-hmm. an asshole I'm self-absorbed I'm on my own vibe. <laughs> I'm not really going to be asking my mom about like, that I'm an right? asshole. <laughs> yeah come on like in my early 20s I'm I'm thinking about man and party mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know me at 21 22 what did I know right right, right. and so because my mom had me when she was 36 mm-hmm. but she did talk about the hot flashes right she really hated those hot fucking mm. flashes. She really hated that. Mm. And I mean, she's really happy that her period was done. Right. But, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, I think that she really was. But it was just the hot flashes. And I know that went on for a long time. Wow. I think that's the thing that that really she suffered with the most. Mm. But I never really asked her how she she really felt about it. And I definitely will yeah. ask her after we do this podcast to, to see yeah. like how she like how she managed it and the thing is us women especially caribbean women black women you, you just have to get on with it right mm. we always have to be you know the the resilient one the strong one mm. the this the that or whatever and how many women in our community have had to ride have had to ride through menopause Boy. and stuff and you don't and you don't 
it's not a common discussion no it's not but it's something that happens to every single woman every. and how the how we are so don't know anything about the perimenopause the thing we're just learning about when right. this is something that women in our community have been going through yes absolutely. you know we've never spoken to them about it absolutely fiona and the thing is there are actually and i i was just shocked right? <laughs> the information apparently mm-hmm. there are five different stages of menopause can it one be one like your like, breasts just poke up and like your waist what? just gets smaller and you have more energy why there, does it have to be a series there, of there, things where your what? body is just feeling like it's just degrading every day there are five i don't want to hear my bones are thinning i don't want to hear like you said if I, you lose but the thing is Fiona, the, those things yes. are happening but there are ways to to combat that you know so yes this is what the hormonal the, the declining hormones are going to do but then this mm. is how you manage it so it's not like your hair get thin it will never get that thick right right okay that's, yes. that's not the case that's not the case it's not like your bones become more brittle but there's nothing you can do about it because now there's okay yes. loads of information out there in terms of lifestyle changes that you can make that will help ease the transition because it's a transition mm-hmm. and if you think about when you were going through puberty and all these things were happening with your body. There's stuff, there's stuff that we could have done to help ease it. And then mm-hmm. once you're in teenage years now, boom, once, you know, the, 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 for, for some of us, the acne goes away, you know, the greasy, oily skin settles down and you also know how to look after it more. You know, mm-hmm. the breasts are there, so it's no longer hurting because they're there, right? Yeah, yeah. The period has come and you know how to manage it or you're learning how to manage it, you know? So there's these things that, yes, these things are inevitable and not all this, you don't necessarily, not every woman will have all the symptoms. People's symptoms Mm -hmm. are different. So, you know, my hair isn't thinning from perimenopause, but my hair on top from when I used to have my locks, my hair is thinner there on top Mm -hmm. because most of my locks, because I shaved, you know, back and sides and whatever, and just had my locks for a long time for maybe half of my lock life. So my hair on top is thinner, but in terms of the rest of my hair, my hair hasn't thinned. Right. Whereas I have a friend who that is a big thing for her. Like her hair is Mm -hmm. just straggly and thin. And she's like, what the fuck? But it will come back, you know? Mm. These things don't, it's a transition and the the symptoms are not forever. It's it's temporary. It's it's, it's a very disruptive temporary. It's very, very. Temporary, I don't want to. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Yeah, like, man. And it just, the period just done and finished. And just finished, like, man. Just finished. Yeah. Just done with it. But there's different, you know, there's apparently there's pre-menopause, then perimenopause, then That's menopause, a... <laughs> then post-menopause. It's just too much. What? Like, just damn. do your thing, huh? God damn, God damn. But, ladies. In speaking about perimenopause, I feel like we have a little bit of a a, a better understanding of what perimenopause is, but Mm -hmm. actual menopause, right? Menopause is signaled by 12 months since your last menstruation. The common symptoms include hot flashes, vaginal dryness, sleep disturbances, and the combination of these symptoms can cause anxiety or depression. Menopause Mm -hmm. is a natural process with treatments that focus on 
symptomatic relief. Vaginal dryness is treated with topical lubricants or estrogens. Medications can reduce mm. the severity and frequency of hot flashes. In special circumstances, oral hormone therapy can be used. Okay? Okay. Okay. So that, Thank you for that. That is menopause, right? And apparently, let's see, I'm going to scroll down some more. Blah, blah, blah. Dry skin. Oh, yeah. Dry skin. Dry skin and eyes. I've noticed my eyes are a lot drier, but I thought that was mostly due to the fact that we're using devices more. Um, but it Okay, so be. dry eyes. Your eyes aren't producing yeah. as much. <laughs> Oy. It all sounds... and why is that necessary, though? It's the eggs. I will and take the, the ovaries, dry eyes, man. but not the dry vagina. What do eggs and ovaries have to do for my eyes? It's <laughs> because of the, the lack of estrogen. I will take the dry eyes, but not the dry vagina. I'm sorry, I know you. I, I know you can't take that. I know you can't take that. That's going. I guess they me. have lube. I. Uh, that's and that's what they said. They recommended that. Just, they recommended just, just ting, ting the lube and and and, and yeah. just don't overthink it. But some women, oh. you know, emotionally, because their bodies are going through all of these changes, they actually lose the the emotional desire to have sex because they don't feel sexy. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that there's so many this hormones are a thing you know hormones hormones rule hormones rule okay and for me i know you know i'm i've been taking ashwagandha which is um it's a herbal uh, what's the word adapt adaptogen it's, a root. it's an adaptogen right so what mm. ashwagandha does as an adaptogen is it adapts to the hormonal needs of your body, right? And so it's able to pick up that, okay, this person is no longer producing as much estrogen. And so this is what that will cause. It will cause the mood swings and the this and the that. And so ashwagandha as an adaptogen assists your body into adapting to the decline of that particular hormone, right? Mm. Yes. So I've noticed and I've, I do my little experiments and I've been using ashwagandha on and off for a good number of years now. And what I do is I will come off of it. I'll come off of it for like a month or two and not incorporate it into my smoothies and all the things. And I'll check my irritability levels <laughs> and I'll check my insomnia levels. And I say this to say, I ran out of my ashwagandha last month, right? And the insomnia for the last two and a half weeks has kicked my butt, right? Mm -mm. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, monitoring, you know, my device use before my sleep and all these things. And I know that there are, you know, medical doctors in the Western world who very much like oh all those herbs are woo woo there's no proven there's no proof that these things help the only proof i need mm -hmm. is the way that my body reacts right that's my proof and i know it's not in my head i know it's not a placebo i know it's not me taking something that mentally makes me feel like yeah it's working it fucking works right okay and so okay. my advice and there are a lot of people that take ashwagandha for for different reasons for anxiety to help them with their depression. And, you know, it's not a cure. And I want to be clear, adaptogens are not a cure, but they sure as hell help. And why wouldn't you want 
as much help as possible as your body is going through really significant changes, right? Mm. And I'm, I'm also open to learning more about HRT. You know, there are people who are dead set against it. There are people who are like, yo, my aunt, she's like, Shani, I went and got my HRT patch. And within two weeks, my sleeping patterns were restored. I felt more like myself emotionally. The sugar cravings decreased. I had the energy to, to go back to my long walks. And so all the weight that I gained, you know, slowly started to come off because I actually had the energy to get up and go. Whereas before, and she's like, I'm sorry, but this is what worked for me. Mm. And yep. that's what it is. It's about finding, doing your research and finding the things that will help you through this transition, the things that work for you. And so that's where I am right now on my journey with perimenopause is finding the things that work for me. And when I, as I said, when I come up to England next year, I'll go see a specialist. And I, I may be open at that point to try um, hormonal replacement therapy. I think that's what HRT mm. stands for. And I may not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, hormone replacement therapy. That's what it is. And it is a treatment to relieve symptoms of the menopause. It replaces hormones that are at a lower level as you approach menopause. The main benefit of HRT is that it can help relieve most of the menopausal symptoms, such as hot flushes, night sweats, mood swings, vaginal dryness, reduced sex drive. Many of these mm. symptoms pass, and this is important. And for anyone listening, please know, right? This is not the end of anything. I really want to keep on repeating that. Many of these symptoms pass after a few right. years, but right. they can be okay. unpleasant. It can be unpleasant. And taking HRT can offer relief for many women. It can mm -hmm. also help prevent weakening of the bones, which is more common after the menopause. Lord have mercy. Okay. Okay. Risk of HRT, which is what we discussed earlier. Some types, some types of HRT can increase your risk of breast cancer. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. The benefits of HRT are generally believed to outweigh the risk but speak to a GP if you have any concerns about taking HRT. How do you feel about HRT showing? I don't know because my mom, again, I spoke to mommy mm. about it and I said to her, try, try to avoid right. it. Because she was, she was saying, you know, it's really hard and whatnot. Mm. And I think, gosh, that, that's not for me to say, but mm, mm. I just think, if she was getting a little more help mm -hmm. and a little more support mm -hmm. that she would not think it necessary. If you get what I'm saying okay. for, for her, it's that she's not getting the help and the support. And it's not that she wants a pill or, or, or HRT to, to, to cure it. She knows what yeah. she's going through. She knows what's happening to her body. Mm. But yeah, I think it's the fact that she's not getting the help and support, yeah. maybe even emotionally as well. Yes. I think that's what's hard on her. Yes, mm. the emotional. I think that's the that's it's the emotional mm. help. It's the emotional support. It's the emotional, okay, I know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, or I understand what you're going mm. through. 
You understand? Yeah. That. And having community, which is why yeah. we need to speak. Yeah. And I love that you you passed her on to our potential guest. You know, you showed yeah, her. Yeah, I did. I passed on her details. Yeah. I tell her, follow the podcast. Yeah. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Facebook. Mm. Just, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Under the Mango Tree. I have decided to share some sounds which I captured at a beautiful event which has been held in Nevis for the last three years. Nothing like an Eurovision holiday. String band music, steel pan music, cooking demonstrations, which this year was actually a black cake cooking demonstration. Nothing else needs to be said, really. Enjoy the sounds of nothing like an Eurovision holiday. to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door go to blue nile.com and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 or more that's code listen at blue nile.com for 50 dollars off your purchase blue nile.com code listen Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So it's a lot ladies it's, it's a lot it's a lot and I, it's a lot with anything you know which is one of the reasons we started this podcast which is a shared journey right and yeah. even having yeah. that conversation amongst your friends and saying yo we need to start thinking about this we need to start checking our hormones levels and let's let's talk about it and let's see 
what worked for Fiona, what worked for Sherwin, what worked for Shani. Let's mm-hmm. let's exchange yeah. resources, right? Because it it's something that we will get through and we need to kind of break this, this myth of it just being this lonely, dark place of doom and gloom. It is not. You know, I know yeah. women who yeah. have gone through their menopause and they're so happy. It's like, yo, I don't have a period anymore. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, yo, the freedom, the freedom knowing is done, <laughs> right? A new stage of my life, because it is yeah. it's a new stage yeah. of your life, newness, another rebirth. Yeah, We have many different points in our lives where we are rebirthing, and this is just another one, right? It's, yeah. it's not the yeah. end. It's not doom. It's not gloom. Of course, there's emotional, like for me, really understanding that yo biologically now even though i can because it says clearly you can get pregnant in perimenopause but you mm-hmm. know once i hit menopause that is it yeah you know yeah. and i don't have any children and so it's like yo like my chances and uh, right now in my life i don't think at 49 that i i am able to have a biological child, just energy-wise. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm able. But, and I also, I do, and I, I don't want to sound morbid, but having a child at 49, how how much time will my child have with me, realistically? Mm. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have a child that loses their parent at a young age. Mm. I, I just, I don't want that trauma for them. And so even me thinking about adopting, I'm thinking about the age of the child that I want to adopt. Yeah, yeah. Because I want them to have a good number of years with their parent. And I don't want them to be five years old and losing their parent. I don't want that for them. I don't want them to be 10. And of course that could happen no matter what, right? But it is something that I I think about. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the thing is you want to to be able to have the energy and even I I have been thinking about that too as well mm. in terms of wanting to if I'm having another child to be able to give them the best of myself mm-hmm. and to have the energy and to be able to because you know I I have seen how some older parents kind of struggle it's not out of not wanting to be hype yes. and to, to play all the games yeah. and do all the things just just being tired You're tired so I guess it's having to <laughs> tired you're just tired yeah you know and I think also too Yes, you can exercise and things like that, but if you imagine like having a toddler and going through menopause, Mm-mm. that's rough. That's you rough. Know, it's rough. That's it's rough. rough. It's not impossible. And people have done it. Without the support, yes. it's, it's, it's rough. It yeah. is. It is. Don't want that. I don't want that for any woman. <laughs> I really don't. And, but then mm, there's so no. many women who get caught in perimenopause because the lack of information, it makes you feel like, oh, I can't get pregnant. So let me mm. just do my thing, do my thing. That same yeah, friend boy. said to me that her, her pregnant patients, right, are mostly in their late 40s and they're in shock. They're like, but, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm 47 and, you know, I'm in perimenopause. And mm. she has to tell them, well, perimenopause is different to menopause. You are still, yeah. even though it's low, right? The fertility rate is low. Your estrogen production is low. It's not impossible. It doesn't mean that you cannot get pregnant because you still can. And she said she's finding 
a lot of women in their late forties are coming into her pregnant and like, what the fucking? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, boy. Boy. A lot to think about, right? A lot. a lot. A lot. Absolute a lot. A lot. But I think it's just, yeah, how do we find ways to celebrate mm-hmm. this thing? Because, you know, like you were saying earlier on in, in the podcast about people say it's, it's a woman's end of days because mm-hmm. our validity is based on your ability to make children right mm-hmm. that's because that's that's your value right right and then so therefore them times are done so you, you pass your time kind of thing yeah but in terms of celebrating like a new chapter of your life and just how we can have these conversations celebrate the trials and the triumphs mm-hmm. in this this period of life that is not spoken about and it's not celebrated either yes and i think having this conversation has been really good in terms of creating hope that it is something that we all collectively going through in different ways mm-hmm. but to just really make it be common practice to talk about it yes more, you know? yes we 100 let's talk about it more the more we talk the more we learn the more, the more yeah yes more talk yes more talk more talk so hopefully next week we'll have on an expert who can really dive a little deeper into the things that we've just skimmed because we are no experts on this. This is, we are learning. This is new to the three of us, right? I'm a mm-hmm. bit further along than Shoween and Fiona because I've been in this stage for maybe the last four years. And so, although I wasn't aware of that until two years ago and Shoween has her mom going through it and Shoween is in perimenopause and Fiona yep. may be in perimenopause and her mom has been through menopause and she's mm. post-menopausal right now. And so, and we all have people around us who are questioning. And so, yeah, we've opened up the conversation. If there's anyone listening who is journeying through peri or who has already been through perimenopause, you're in your menopause, you know, how was it for you? You can write into Dear Relatable. Um, what's the email address again? I'm blaming it on perimenopause, Shereen. What's the email address for Relatable? <laughs> It's relatablepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, man. Relatable podcast. Yeah, relatable with an E. All right. Oh, yes. That's important. It's relatable. So relate. Yeah. Able. Relate. Able. Good. Please (laughs) write into us. Tell us how has your time been? And also for the men listening, you know, what has been your experience with the women in your life? How has it been for you? You know, were you able to support them did it scare you how were you feeling seeing either your sister your mom your niece your partner go through their own journeys with um these menopausal stages we'd love to hear from you too your perspective is very important to us right Mm -hmm. so that's wrapping up our introduction to menopause the menopause minefield because that's how it feels there's so much mm-hmm. it does. yeah yeah menopause well minefield boy boy it bloody well does Yo, feel like a minefield there's so much but there's also a lot of information out there now which is very very helpful we'll share a few links in the show notes before we say goodbye for this episode just want to touch in with my girls and see what has brought them joy over the last few days Fiona, what's going on? What's brought what you, you joy? What you me for us again? I love you. <laughs> what has, well, dear, uh, 
Next question, please. <laughs> You're passing. I take a pass. <laughs> Oi, let me be real. Gasa, it's been minus four degrees. All right. Like, yo. I, okay. Keep it real. I'm trying. trying. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. Jiraiya is smashing it in school. And I'll tell you a quick thing. The average in his class for Spanish mm-hmm. is 49%. Jiraiya mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is. 94%. Yo. Okay. Oh my god. 94% in his Spanish cuz you know why? Duo motherfucking lingo. Okay? Wow. That man has been Hello. duo every single day. Wow. Almost for a year now and he was doing it from before that. And let me tell you guys, so that's a good way to get yourself into like learning a new language. Mm. It he spends like 5 minutes a day and it has really brought in such great results this is not an ad it's real it's just real life talk. yes yes but yeah and i mean they, they even have um haitian creole on their <gasps> own, so they have yes stop they do it. yes they do stop yes, it yes they do no what's yes, the name of and it they again also what's the name duolingo duolingo okay so and also too the thing is is that the haitian creole is a trial because we spoke to the developer of it mm-hmm. and they're like Duolingo will keep it on the app if at least a hundred thousand people Excuse are using me? it. Excuse me. Okay. It's, it's what? No, if, no, no. We need to get people. Below, it will be removed. <gasps> right? Because they have like, of course, Spanish is the most popular, mm. and they have German and all of these um European languages. They have Swahili and Japanese and mm. stuff, but th- that is the only Caribbean language that's no on. No way. Okay. And it may not stay. Okay, so, so the more people Fiona, use repeat it, the that, please, so we can get our listeners to share. Please. Duo Lingo. So that's D U O Lingo. Mm-hmm. I'll put free. it in the, the notes. Mm-hmm. It's a free app mm-hmm. and it has Haitian Creole on there. The more users, the better. So we can have a Caribbean language. Yes. And it's also very similar to St. Lucian and Dominican Creole. Wonderful. As well. And it's a free app for y'all to use. So yeah, and it's like, I'm telling you, Jiraiya, have class average, I will say again. 49% and Jiraiya wow. is at 94% with his Spanish. Yo, right? Okay. So, okay. All right. All right. That's what brought me joy. All right. We're with you. Okay. We're on it. Shawin, what okay. has brought you joy the last few days? The last few days, what will I say? It's just meeting new people again and feeling, feeling, um, I said it before, being made welcome mm. um, by my partner's family. I, that was really nice. Nothing stands out. Oh, 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 oh. what brought me joy, mm-hmm. brought me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. We took the kids to a secluded beach, <gasps> which is literally around the corner from my house for the first time. Oh, y'all finally we, gone, Gasa. we Finally, oh my made god, showing the beach around the corner. When I Chantal, when I tell you around the corner from my house, I mean around the corner from my wow. house. Okay. And we went there at about 4 30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we were there for the sunset. Mm-mm. And oh my god, just the four of us on mm. the beach. A pri- it's not a private beach it's a secluded beach but why it take and so long to go there I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why and it was just magical and then the moon was almost full 
So Sweet. when the moon came up from behind the mountain and my goodness, the four of us were in awe, we were like, and we were just talking and laughing and playing games on the beach, just the four of us. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful, beautiful, wow. magical moment. That brought me a lot of joy. Doesn't give you a great different perspective of an amazing. Point? Yep. Yep. That you yeah, don't I normally never see. I saw Pigeon Point like that before. Mm. Yep. Never. Yep, it's stunning. It's a, and it's I not. It's that. because you know Chantal. It's not one of the most known beaches because it has it has stones. Right. It's not the pristine white sand right. beach, but it's like you can go. You can walk along the rocks. Me and Jira went and like you go mm. and look in between and you see little fish going through the rocks and think it's pretty nice. Beautiful. And, and people go there and barbecue. They catch their fish. They barbecue the thing. It's be really really nice. Really oh, I really love nice. This. Can't wait to come mm. to St. Lucia. I can't. Really yeah. looking forward to it. Oh, that's And Chantal, gorgeous. what brought you joy this week? You know, there was a standout moment. There were two things. There were two things mm. that brought me joy. There were, there, were, there were many, actually, amidst all of the work intensity. One of them was I had just spent some time with my grandfather. It was in the mm -hmm. evening. And I was walking around because I where I am is a little studio not too far from my granddad, right? And I just walked around the balcony and I looked up and I saw the little dipper, the constellation. Oh. And I was just, I just, I almost froze, you know? It was quite comical because I was like, do, 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 ah! Because I just happened to look up and it was a beautiful night. It was the night after the full moon and I saw the little dipper and I, I felt like a child, you know? And the smile on my face and the, just the awe of seeing the Little Dipper in the night sky, being able to see it so clearly, it just... It's it, taking me back to my childhood, you know? Yo, mm -hmm. it just... Yeah, I used to do that. Mm, it's the little things, man. The Little the Dipper. Really and then the second thing happened just yesterday. My mom took me out for lunch, which was lovely. We went to a restaurant that I've only been to once before, when I was here on holiday and I do forget about it because it's it's not secluded but it's out of town it's near to the airport that we have Shireen yes <laughs> mm -hmm. it's okay it's okay I'm I I know y'all find the mm -hmm. shots but it's fine it's, okay. it's an education it's okay and it was just lovely went to this restaurant for lunch drift and of course the food you know y'all know the food in Nevis is bomb right bomb food and I just yeah so on the way home, we stopped off by my um my great aunt, my great aunt Georgia. She is 89 years old and she has a carer. And because my mom is leaving today, you know, because my mom goes to see her almost every day, but she just wanted to stop by to say goodbye. And so when we got there, her carer was there. I was like, where's Aunt Georgia? She said she's in the shower. I was like, oh, she said, no, Shani, you could go and see her. But I grew up knowing Aunt Georgia to be very private, Right. And so I didn't want to go in and she's in the shower. She's 89. You know, I wanted to be respectful, right? So she's like, no, man, Shani, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, okay. So I go in and I hear the shower running. I'm like, Aunt Georgia, what are you doing? And, you know, her speech isn't that great. So I peep my head around the shower curtain and she's there, you know, bathing herself. And so I took the soap and I took the scrubber and I bathed my great Aunt Georgia, right? And we're there and we're chatting. And I said... And Georgette, remember when you used to bathe me in a in a tin bath outside? And she laughed oh, and she said, yes, Shani, I remember. I said, and now look, I'm bathing you. 
and she laughed and she said, Shani, you're bathing me? I say, yes, and Georgette, I'm bathing you. And we're just there laughing, right? Can I say, my great aunt's skin is so smooth and so firm mm. and her breasts, are, mm. I'm sorry, Aunt Georgia, no disrespect, but her breasts are so perky. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, How you mean? I'm like, wait, wait. Well, go on. Aunt Georgia, 89, looking good, you know. But the moment itself, mm -hmm. I was like, what a privilege for me to be able to bathe my great aunt. It really, that's how it felt. It felt like a privilege. And to see that we, you know, we've come full circle where there are photos of her in her garden in Montserrat of me in the tin bath outside. Because, you know, as children, we like bathing outside and, and Georgia scrub it, washing my hair, whatever, whatever. And now here I am bathing my aunt. It just, and I yeah. came home and I was tired. It was just lovely. I'm like, I, I yeah. am so blessed to have these elders still in my life. So that, that's, that's what that's brought sweet. me joy. That's really what brought me joy this week. That's good. Yeah. That's beautiful. It was. It felt good. That's beautiful. Honestly. It was very, very beautiful. <laughs> I think it's also, but it's you appreciating those moments. Mm. It's what makes it special. Understanding that full circle moment of you now bathing your auntie and helping her the same way she did for you. Yeah. Oh. And dressing her, lotioning up her skin afterwards. It just felt really, mm. it felt very beautiful and connective. You know, and she's one of the reasons that I want to get a bicycle so that I can cycle mm. down to her. Yeah. And see her more often and to see her more often and remember why I'm home. That it's not just to be in front of my laptop working yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it was a great exactly. reminder. It was a great reminder of that. So that's it, y'all. That's it. All right. All right, <laughs> folks. I've learned so much today. I've learned so, so, so much. And I also feel like a bit sad that I never asked my mom how she was feeling. Mm. So I'm going to make sure I do that today. Yeah. And, but yeah, I just want to thank you all for today. And I hope this encourages all the women listening, also all the men listening. Yes. Be a bit more um, perceptive mm. um, to the concept of perimenopause, premenopause, menopause, postmenopause, all of them things, oh, right? <laughs> but remember, folks, that a shared journey brings hope. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 